0: Welcome to the Mornings with Sue and Andy podcast for Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. Happy New Year, everyone. Many of us set New Year's resolutions when a new year begins, but this year, surveys show improving our financial health is the top priority and goal for most of us. So, to kick off 2024, we're going to help you create a financial plan for the new year with the assistance of Nicole Olson, Senior Vice President of BDO Debt Solutions. As we head into this new year, many of us make resolutions to get fit and healthy as well, but are we setting ourselves up for failure with goals that are just too elaborate? We brought in fitness and nutrition expert Justin Slim to help us set easy goals that will set us up for success in 2024. And finally, we're going to get you organized this year as well. We checked in with professional organizer and declutterer Megan Golightly to help us start the new year with tips and tricks to refresh, declutter and get organized at home. As the year ahead begins, nothing but a clean slate for us Canadians considering their New Year's resolutions. Surveys show improving financial health is at the top of the list. So instead of making a resolution, hopefully we're going to help create a financial plan for 2024. Joining us this morning, Nicole Olson, Senior Vice President of BDO Debt Solutions. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. How are you doing today? Excellent. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy New Year. Uh, A financial plan, is it the same
1: as a household budget? Kind of. Um, A budget is a piece of the financial plan. So that's kind of the first step that you're going to take is take a look, a stock of your income, your expenses, things that are going on. But then a financial plan, you're going to want to think about, like, your successes, your challenges. What are you really good at with your finances? What are the things that you need to work on a little bit? And then from there, you can focus on, what are your goals? And those are short-term and long-term goals. It could be paying down debt, it could be saving for something specific. So a financial plan encompasses your entire financial life, not just the budget piece.
0: Okay, fair enough. So let's start with the budget piece to begin with. Is I mean, I hear that all the time, and not, frankly, I've never done one myself, but is it easy? How do we even be kind of begin
1: or know where to begin? I kind of recommend to clients to do it two different ways. So you can start with the income piece per, first and say, okay, this is all of the sources of income that i have coming in minus my taxes this is my net this is how much i have to deal with and then go over your expenses after that with your you know needs first the things like housing shelter clothing food medication uh and then your wants and then your your would like to have Um, Or you could go the opposite way. So some clients, especially if you're struggling with an income issue, you might be low income, you might have to start with what are my basic expenses first and then how much money do I need to make in the month? to make my budget work so it's one of two
0: ways that you do it okay um and curious this is you're talking it kind of struck me you know we've always heard you should have what is it three months of you know your your regular paycheck put aside is that still sort of where we sit and, and what we think about when we we think about savings
1: it still is really a good idea to have that emergency fund right three months has always been the standard although after covid i mean a lot of us were running out of that emergency fund after a while if you're out of work for a long period of time that three months might not you know might not do it for you although most canadians don't even have that one month of living expenses Mm -hmm. so uh, sometimes when we set goals for ourselves and we say okay I want to have three six months of living expenses it just seems so overwhelming and hard to do I say start with you know one paycheck have that as your emergency fund and and make it little small goals that you're trying to achieve rather than one large one because if you do that you're bound to to fail to try to achieve it,
0: right? Love it. Great start for sure. Okay, let's talk about the challenges and successes. How do you start to write those things down?
1: So you could just get yourself a little journal, a little book, make sure a calendar, putting things in. Um, I like to plan out things in my budget so that I have a calendar and to with this paycheck. These bills are the ones that are going to get paid. And I need to make sure that I put in those kind of long-term, short-term savings goals or debt repayment amounts in that Amount, And then having that conversation with yourself or a look at your budget every month, every week, so that you can see, am I on track or not? And taking those small challenges. And if you do have a backslide, it's okay. It's very common. It's very normal just to slide back a little bit, get back on track next week. Keep moving forward. Don't think that just one failure in your budget, you're done. You might as well stop doing it. It happens with everyone. We always take two steps forward, one step back with every goal we're doing.
0: Uh, You know, and I think that's the the important thing to remember because we talk about that a lot with, you know, fitness and health, right? When we start the new year, we always want to get on the the bandwagon and do. but you do one thing that's a slip-up and you kind of give up. You can't give up when it comes to your finances, can you?
1: No, you just got to keep going forward and know that, hey, things are going to happen. Um, but if I go forward with it, and one big piece I forgot to mention is you should really be having this conversation with your partner or your spouse, right? You should be having these check-ins together about your finances. It, I, my husband and I have like weekly date nights and we talk about our kids, but we also have a conversation about money because we both need to be on the same page. If you and your partner are on different goals, uh, it's going to be really difficult to make sure that that budget isn't moving forward, right?
0: That should probably be a separate date night than, like, you're going out for a steak dinner date night, right? Shouldn't probably <laughs> talk about the same time. Exactly. <laughs> okay, let's uh, talk a little bit about you know folks who maybe are going into 2024, knowing they're in a tight a tight spot. They they need a little help. They've got some debt. Don't know how to get out of it. How how does BDO help in that sense?
1: Yeah. So that's one of the pieces where we come into play, and it even is. For people that aren't struggling with debt, sometimes a conversation with a licensed insolvency trustee can be a good place to start. Um, You wouldn't go into a gym and start you know, picking up weights and working out after not being there for years and years. You might hurt yourself. So having that conversation with one of us, we can go over your budget, take a look at what's going on with your finances, and kind of give you an idea of your next steps. Where should you go? You don't necessarily always need the help of those licensed insolvency trustees to do a bankruptcy, or a proposal, or something to do a debt restructuring, you might just need to have somebody take a look at your finances and say, this is the direction that you go. Um, One of the things that I'll tell my clients, if you're spending more than about 15% of your take-home pay on debt repayment, um, you need to have a conversation with your restructuring professional. Because at that point in time, we could do something to get those payments that are more manageable within your month every single month so you have more money in your budget to pay for the things that you need and the things that you want
0: and, and know that you're not alone because there are a lot of Canadians who are struggling right now and I happen to know three people who in fact are using licensed insolvency trustees to try and get themselves back on track It's it's nothing to be ashamed of
1: No, not at all. We all get into this position at one point in time in our lives, and it's never anything. I've never had a client come into my office and say, oh, I really wanted to be here. This is something I wanted to do. Um, It's always because there's been a life event. We just went through a massive pandemic. People had to use their savings. Um, Living expenses have been going crazy over the last year so people are struggling because they have all of these kind of balls coming at them all at once Mm -hmm. and the finances are the thing that takes the hit and you can get a free consultation right with BDO absolutely 100 percent free consultation with no judgment either we've seen it all we've we are in our own positions as well so there's no judgment at BDO at all so
0: 2024 financial plan that should be our biggest resolution really shouldn't it especially the way times are right now
1: yeah, and try to like I say, try not to make it a resolution, and make it more of like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm, this year I'm going to focus on having a plan, and I'm going to go with the flow, and I'm going to talk to an expert to help me through the by, through my plan. Yeah,
0: love it. Thank you so much for chatting with us this morning, Nicole. Really important information. Let's get started on the right foot in 2024. Thanks for your help. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Nicole Olson, Senior Vice President with BDO Debt Solutions. You can go online, debtsolutions.bdo.ca. And lots of us, and I think it's something that we just do, makes us feel better as we head into a new year to make a resolution to be healthier. But sometimes you just don't really know where to start. So to help us, we have fitness and nutrition expert and business developer with Aon Future Health, Justin Slim joining us in studio this morning with some tips, some tricks, some fitness advice. Hi, Justin. Good
2: morning, Sue. Thank Thank
0: you for being in here live in person. You look fit and healthy to start off the new year.
2: Here we go. We're starting strong and happy 2024 to you.
0: Yeah, same to you. How did you ring in the new year? Um, Did you party? I, Did you drink and eat donuts all night?
2: You're going to laugh. My wife is going to laugh as well. I was in bed by 8.30. <laughs>
0: There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I don't judge. I know.
2: I heard you were talking about fireworks and everything yes. like that. Yeah, I have got normally don't make
0: it to midnight. Though. I know. Yeah.
2: It's hard. It's hard to do so. But yeah, I was in bed early. I had a big hockey tournament I was at as well. So I was a little bit tired, so I decided to hit the hay early.
0: Okay. So, I mean, let's talk about it just to start off with that. You know, people make resolutions. It's like well, the, the calendar changes and suddenly... We have to change our whole life, and mm. we make these big, elaborate plans to go to the gym 15 times a week, and you know, it's crazy, and and, and then you fall off the wagon, and and then it's all back to, you know, downhill from there, right? Yeah. It's too much.
2: Yeah, and and the thing that we're finding with New Year's resolutions, while very good to set out goals and, and right, really start the year off strong, and mm-hmm. when that calendar turns, we understand that, but the studies actually show that within a month, we're looking at probably, you know, 20% people dropping off, and then in six months, we've got maybe about 20% people still staying true to those resolutions yeah. or those goals that they set out at the beginning. So, you know, whether it's January 1st, whether it's July 10th or whatever, as long as you... Uh, set a goal for yourself. It really doesn't matter what day it is on the calendar. It's about the consistency overall.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the goal itself, then, because I think those are that's the problem: is we make those goals too big and too lofty. Mm. Is it better to just start small and then work your way into a bigger plan?
2: One hundred percent. And and this is the problem: why these New Year's resolutions fail is because number one, they're too ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, we jump in on the deep end because we also think, hey, I have to meditate. I have to do hit classes. I I have to also be a great parent and be 100% at work, something's got to fall off at the end of the day. And this is when it comes to fitness and nutrition. If we find that low-hanging fruit first, that's where we'll start to succeed. So say, for example, you've got a turkey sandwich for lunch and you're thinking about getting more protein. Well, why not doubling that turkey serving at your lunch? There you go. That's low-hanging fruit right there. And that should be chalked up as a win rather than saying, hey, I burned 900 calories in a 90-minute class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think those are going to be bigger wins in long run for people.
0: What about if we don't, you know, tough year for a lot of folks, tough years, uh, what if we can't afford a gym membership? Are there still ways for us to really think about and and truly get fit and healthy without a gym
2: membership? 100%. This is the good thing I love about fitness is that it's free for everybody. Mm -hmm. As long as you're an able-bodied person, you can go for a walk, you can download a YouTube video, you can listen to a podcast. I'm sure there's so many things that we can connect on social media as well. You can follow your favorite fitness influencer and find a routine that you can get uh, uh, at home as easy as that. You know, even if you go to Goodwill or or what have you, you can find cheap dumbbells for dollars on you know dollars on the pound yeah. where you can really get some good equipment that you can do at home. You don't need to get a fancy gym membership or anything like that.
0: I know you were always a fit guy. You and I used to work at a different radio station together and mm-hmm. then you left that business and, and got into personal training and, and, you know, as a fitness expert. What was it that sort of took you down that path?
2: My thing was so a little background on myself so I'm actually a hockey referee mm-hmm. and when I was going up the ranks I you know I, I got to a point where I was going through college and I partied too much didn't sleep really overate and and I ended up being in a position where I couldn't keep up to the game anymore okay and that kind of frustrated me so I went on a, a journey myself a fitness journey and I lost 70 pounds in 10 months and that excelled me to levels in the hockey refereeing world that I really really um, enjoyed and and had a and I credit it to that to the fitness but while I was going through that journey a lot of people said to me hey like you're talking about this all the time let's get certified and that's what really propelled my journey to get where I am today Um, and now I don't see a morning or a day that if if I don't get movement in then you know my mental health suffers and I figure that even just going for a walk around the block is enough to make sure those endorphins are happening for me
0: and I think that's part of it right is it you know it takes a little bit of an impetus something in your life for you that was your example for you know maybe somebody's they're getting winded walking from the car to the grocery store entrance and maybe that's you know the thing that twigs in your head and you think I need to make some changes so easy to, to just you just have to start, right? You just yeah. have to
1: start.
2: And I think the thing is, too, is that fitness is so individual and your yeah. goals should be your goals, right? Just because I wanted to propel as a hockey referee or somebody wants to not be winded getting to the grocery store. Those are wins. Don't let anybody else dictate what you should be doing in your fitness goal. And this is what I really like about 2024. One of the biggest fitness trends that we're expecting is more of a holistic health approach, right? So where it's more focused, less on weight management and aesthetics, but more on longevity, more focused on, uh, you know, bone damage density and muscle mass, that to me is, is a huge win for everybody.
0: What's that word mean, holistic? We hear that a lot.
2: Yeah, so it means, it means taking more than just one piece of your health and combining it all together. Okay. So for example, uh, uh, mental health, combining with your fitness and some gyms are, are incorporating that, right? So at the end of your workout, they have a meditation room, right? Or they have massage chairs. So thinking about the body as a whole, rather than just saying that you're you know, biceps and abs.
0: Body, mind, and spirit. There you go. All comes together. Mm -hmm. If one is not functioning right, none of it works really, right?
2: 100%.
0: Yeah. So, and for... I, is it the same for men and for women? I know I hear a lot, you know, women, we need to to build our muscles as we get older. Mm-hmm. Why so? What is it? And does it translate to guys too? Is it the same?
2: 100%. Yeah. For everybody, it's going to be the same. As long as we can increase our muscle mass, you're going to help with things like balance as we age. This is really important. You know, one of the greatest things that we're seeing in, in elderly people is that if they fall and they fracture a hip, mm. they're... Um, incidence of leading to worsening worsening outcomes um, is quite high as they get into their 60s, 70s, and 80s. So if you get that muscle mass high, it can help with your longevity, it can help with bone density, uh, offset things like osteoporosis. And I think this is why it's so important to maintain your muscle mass because the thing is, is as we age, everybody is going to be losing muscle mass. Mm -hmm. It's something called sarcopenia where we end up losing muscle mass as we age. So the more we work our butts off to build that muscle, you're going to be set up for success in your older years.
0: I love it. Okay, so tell us a little bit, because I know you are uh, a fitness and nutrition expert on the side. Mm -hmm. So we've got uh, your homepage, first of all, is justinslim.com, with yep. a double M, Justin mm-hmm. Slim. Uh, but you also work with Aeon. So tell us about Aeon Future Health.
2: Yeah, so Aeon Future Health Eon, is... Aeon, sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay.
0: A-E-O-N. A-E-O-N.
2: Yeah, so Aeon Future Health takes more of what you know, we work with doctors, but not only medical doctors, but also naturopathic doctors. We work with fitness coaches, nutrition coaches, to really go back to what we were talking about earlier, that holistic approach. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying it's it's one prong, it's, it's a multifaceted approach where we incorporate fitness, we incorporate nutrition, and it's more accountability along the way because I think that's what a lot of people are struggling with is um, while they have a plan and they may have it on paper, how do they implement it? And do they have that person guiding them through that? Yeah. Is it the expert advice that they're looking for?
0: Okay, so options for folks out there. And can people reach out to you at your website and just kind of pick your brain a little bit and get some help as what it looks like moving forward for them for 2024?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, the thing is, is my DMs are always open on social media, whether it it's Twitter, Instagram. direct messages, folks. Direct messages, yes. (laughs) They're always open, so I really encourage people, if they're scared of where to start, like, I'm not here to sell anything. This is something where I really want to see people thrive in their fitness in their older years. That's what makes me passionate. Mm -hmm. Um, So, send me a message on any platform. I'm happy to point you in any direction. If you've tried things in the past and you're not sure where to start, I'm happy. Let's open a dialogue. I'm happy to chat about it.
0: I've seen uh, pictures on your website, and uh, you have, you've changed yourself dramatically um and i think that you know it's it's it it inspires other people so thank you so much for coming in and and helping us you know kick off the new year right hopefully if nothing else just to get that internal conversation going right about being fit being healthier really is the bottom line in 2024
2: absolutely thank you sue
0: thanks so much justin slim fitness and nutrition coach and again homepage justin slim with a double m justinslim.com And the new year is a great time to refresh, declutter, get organized. We're doing it with our bodies and our health and our fitness, or we try to every year anyway. Why not look inside your four walls? Megan Golightly, host of Go Simplified and professional organizer and declutterer is with us to share her tricks for organizing your life in the new year. Hi, Megan. Thanks for being back with us. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Happy New Year. Same to you, same to you guys. The new year feels like a good time, doesn't it, to get organized? Can be it overwhelming, does. kind of like setting yourself, you know, too much of a uh, a fitness goal, for example. Should we just try to be manageable to get going?
3: You have to you have to start small, and I always tell everybody start in the bathroom because there isn't a lot of sentimental or you know really emotionally rooted things here so it's a great room to start in but you do have to start small because your brain has to get used to doing it so help us what's our, what's our what should <laughs> be sort of the, that
0: first step would you say
1: well
3: the first step has to be awareness you know you can't people think that organizing should be easy and they should be able to do it, it you know almost like wiping a countertop and you're successful because you can wipe it Decluttering and organizing is a bit different because you have to declutter first, and we put all of these barriers in front of us so that you you kind of mentally aren't ready to do it, but you think you should just be able to do it, you know, so the decluttering part is really important, and you have to do that first, and that's what I teach on my Instagram really about how to be successful because it's a mind shift. You have to You have to get out of your own way, so to speak. Uh, do you think, because I, I believe, honestly, that, you know,
0: when, you're, when your surroundings are, are organized or at least to your satisfaction, that it just allows you to be more successful, whether it's at home or at work or anywhere. Like, you, living in, a, in an environment that's just messy is not good for us, is it?
3: No. And, you know, there was a study done in, at UCLA that said that the more that you have in your house for women, the more things you have in your house the more your cortisol goes up, the more stressed you, you are. are. So it's it's proven. And, you know, we say to our kids sometimes, just clean up, but they feel the same way. There's just too much stuff. So I recommend to people that, you know, you have to first understand really what clutter is. You have to understand the actions that cause it every day. You have to understand that there's two different types of clutter. There's deep clutter that is like yearbooks and calendars that you keep for no reason and things that you inherited or got for free and you feel if it's free it's for me there's that kind of clutter and then there's just everyday clutter that you need to get systems in so that doesn't become that long-term clutter.
0: Can I do it myself or do I need help from Megan Go No, Golightly? you can,
3: you can, I mean, you can always get help from my team but on Instagram I encourage people to do it themselves i have a free calendar right now where you can download it and it gives you month by month room by room of what i'm going to be doing on instagram to show you how to do it and there also is a free month checklist so today january is the bathroom so every week it's broken down into little bite sized things that you can do um because decluttering isn't something you can just multitask while you're on the phone or something you have to have your brain engaged To be able to do it because you have to make those hard decisions and so you have to be focused but if you follow the checklist and the calendar and look at the instagram but you don't even need instagram really if you're not on social media you can do it yourself completely
0: tell us your handle on insta if we want to follow because i'm I'm liking these tips
3: (laughs) instagram is go simplified i do sell guides there as well if you want to tackle the whole room properly without my help but to me, you really have to get out of your own way and you have to understand that it's, it's not something that you just are born with a skill. You have to be taught and you have to be taught how to declutter. The, the stories of how we get into our own way are almost laughable because there are things that we know, but we just keep doing them. But there's ways to get around them. Do you think everyone is good at organizing? I think everybody is good at organizing. I think they just have too much stuff. Right. So you, you don't really know. It's like, it's like expecting to wake up and be able to drive a car when you have a practice. You have to declutter first, which is like your learner's license. And then you can drive easily. Then it's easy because you've trained your brain how to make those decisions. Do I love this? Do I use this? Would I buy this again today? But without knowing those three questions and practicing it, you go back to all the things like, oh, my gosh, my great aunt gave this to me. <laughs> and. You know, I need to keep it because she'll be so mad. Even though she's passed away, she'll she'll. I just feel guilty. She'll know. She'll haunt me. Right. Or (laughs) I'm a perfectionist. I don't want to do it because I'm afraid to get it wrong. Right. Or, um, just in case, I need to keep it. Just in case. There's those things that we do, and I have a list of seven. I go through them all the time, and then I talk about how to defend against those because you have to be aware that you're doing it, and you kind of have to laugh at yourself and say. Well, I'm doing it the wrong way. It's like trying to eat with a spoon upside down. It's not going to work.
0: And that's okay, right? To kind of give yourself a little totally. grace and say, hey, I need to relearn some of these skills.
3: Or learn them in the first place. Yeah. Because all you've done is watched your parents and your parents were probably, well, they were born at a different time and they kept everything because they lived through a depression or they immigrated. And it, we don't we don't live like that anymore necessarily. And we aren't hunters and gather. Well, we're born hunters and gatherers, but we don't live in the wild anymore. So we need to just give ourselves grace that it's okay that nobody taught us, and that's what I'm here to do.
0: I'd never seen anything like it until I moved to Calgary and I find they pop up nonstop. Are these, you know, the storage locations, right? Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. uh, what are we doing there? Can we be Uh better at organizing that side of our life as well?
3: So again, it's decluttering, right? You can't organize until you've decluttered. You can't clean, you can't tidy, you can't organize until you've decluttered. So what's happened there is they're super delayed decisions because they didn't know how to make those decisions or there wasn't a crisis that forced them to make the decisions. If those storage lockers were flooded, you would have to make a decision. And it would be a lot easier because a lot of that stuff you don't need. Now, when you're that deep in it and you have a storage locker, it's tricky. But you still do it. You just do one piece at a time. But you have to train your brain to be motivated because there's a cost to keeping it financially. There's a cost Mm -hmm. mentally. There's a cost physically. There's a cost your energy. You're managing the managing of the managing of the stuff. (laughs) And it becomes a full-time job. It's true. And you're teaching your kids if you have them not the greatest lesson that more is better now i'm not a minimalist at all i like to be prepared but i don't like to be overstimulated with so much stuff that i can't enjoy my life because i have to get organized all the time and declutter every day but if you attack it month by month through my calendar and you really are devoted, you could be done next year and have the rest of your life in front of you where you don't have to declutter. And then you don't have to pass it on to your kids and have them make the decision,
0: right? That's that's painful. Exactly. Okay, so give us, just to wrap things up, what's the first sort of small change you can help us with as we get started on this journey before we go to your website to get a little more help from you?
3: Yeah, Instagram's where it's all at, really. Okay, it's on perfect. my website, too. The free guides are on my website, which is go-simplified.com. But what you can do is decide. You know, clutter is everything that hasn't earned its right to be in your house. And if it has earned its right to be there, it just hasn't found a permanent home. So you need to decide, I'm done with clutter. I want to live my life. I want to have more energy, time, money. I want my health to be better, my mental health. You need to decide that clutter really is your enemy. And then you need to get mad at it and get rid of it. You need to not delay the decisions. You need to just be brave, make the decision, and the more you make them, the easier it's going to get. I love it. Because then you see clutter as a villain. Yeah. Yeah, Get get mad at it. kind of awesome. Kind of, yeah. Like, it doesn't... You're more important. Are you more important than a $10 mug that someone gave you that you keep out of guilt? Mm -hmm. No. No. Right? So... I love
0: talking to you. I, I love talking to you, and I'm going to, I think I follow you already. In fact, I know I do, but I'm going to tell everybody else. Go to Insta, Go Simplified, follow Megan, get your life a little more organized. Thank you, and Happy New Year, Megan. Yeah, same to you. Thanks. Megan Golightly uh, is a professional organizer, declutterer. Again, go to Insta, Go Simplified. She also has a website. You can follow her there, go-simplified.com.